You're listening to The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I want to, before we get to Baton Rouge, I want to just talk to you about America today. And I would ask you just to close your eyes and just imagine what I'm about to say to you. I want you to close your eyes and imagine it's Friday, the 20th of January, 2017. And whoever you supported for president is in the White House. Let's not limit ourselves to Trump or Hillary. Let's say Ted Cruz, Rick Perry, Marco Rubio, Bernie Sanders, George Washington. Just pick it up. Ever who you think right now would be the best president, Ronald Reagan, Calvin Coolidge, Abraham Lincoln. They've all gone into the White House. And they have a four-year term. And you agree everything you pretty much think, they think. There's no differences. They're going to put your agenda forward. I ask you, are America's problems solved? Now, if you say yes, absolutely. All my problems are solved. If I get my president in the White House, America's solved. I don't know what to say to you. God bless you. Um, you might want to listen for the next five minutes. But, because I think, even George Washington, and anyone who has listened to this show for any period of time or has read any of my writings online knows, I love George Washington. George Washington alone could not solve the problems. By the way, if you do think one person can solve the problems, I would ask you respectfully just to have a conversation with yourself over the weekend or next week when you're listening to this show. If I think one proud person can solve America's problems, two questions. One, why then do I not believe in a monarch? And two, if one person can solve America's problems and truly make America great again, can they do the same in Ireland? Is that all it takes? That I get that person, bring them over to Ireland, get them Irish citizenship, give them, um, become Taoiseach, which is our version of a Prime Minister? Is Ireland great then? Is Ireland exceptional? Now, for those who said no, well, Congress has a role. Because, well, it used to be presidents don't really make legislation. They don't draft legislation. That That's Congress's job. I know this uh, president has kind of changed that, but constitutionally, this Congress has a role. Okay. Again, I want you to go really extreme, because I want to make a point to you. There are 536 people in Congress between the House and the Senate. I want you to clone ever who you want there in the White House 536 times. 
because I want you to have a VP the exact same and I want you to have a Senate and a House. The reason I'm doing this is I'm going so far that there's no opposition. It's just to get you to think, get you in the mindset of going, okay, truly, the person you have in there is the right person in your eyes. They can do anything they want. There's no opposition. Anything they want, they just go to Congress and go, hey, this is what I want, go write it up, I'll sign it, deal done. Are America's problems solved then? First, let me just point out some things for you before you answer. You have to realize that there is a limit on the agenda because of the future elections. Let's just take something simple. Okay, John, well, I got my guy in there, or girl, and I've got all my Congress. This is the tax policy I want. I want a flat tax. I want a fair tax. I don't want any tax. I want a 20% tax. I want the Reagan tax rates, whatever they are. What's the stop in four years or two years or eight years? Someone coming in and going, hey, you know what? Well, they had all those powers. I want to bring back FDR's 91% tax rate. I think it was FDR. Apologies if I'm wrong on that. What happens if you said, hey, you know what? We don't need a minimum wage or we need to reduce the minimum wage. If everything's done by politics, then it can be undone or redone with politics. Hey, if I got my guy in there, girl, you know what I would do? I would abolish the EPA. And people like me would go, amen. But the thing is, in two or four or eight years, be actually four or eight years because that's a presidential thing, the EPA could return stronger and bigger than ever. So I ask you again, if you got everything you want passed... Would it solve America's problems? I don't think it would. And I'm going to tell you why. And you can agree or disagree with me as you see fit. You see, America was never exceptional because of who you had in the White House. America was never exceptional because of what party ran Congress. America is exceptional in spite of who you had in power. You have had so many presidents. How many have been good? Just think of the presidents you admire. Think of who was a good guy, who who was a really decent president? Who were the conservative icons? You know, the only ever icon I hear most of is Reagan. and We've spoken about Reagan quite a bit in this show. He was a really good president. Who else would you discuss? Coolidge? Well, there's a hundred years and you've discussed two. Yeah, America has still been exceptional. In spite of having two good presidents in the last hundred years. You may, the amount of people who say to me, well, FDR was a good president. I don't know how you can intern your own citizens and strip them of rights. 
and be a good president. But that's just me. No, America has been better and been exceptional because of you, the people. Margaret Thatcher once said, and you've probably heard me say this quote a thousand times, first you win the argument, then you win the election. How many times have you tried to win an argument and then compare it to how many times you've focused on winning an election? Yeah, but yeah, but John, but Trump is better than Hillary. But Trump, but Trump, Hillary's a nightmare. The GOP convention is on this week. How many principles did you hear spoke, spoken by any of the delegates, by any of the speakers? Or did you just hear, well, he's better than Hillary or he's going to make America great again? It's time each of us break the bonds we have with our politicians and with our parties and start fighting for principles. I, for one, am sick and tired of speaking out, out against what I'm against. And I'm going to try and speak a hell of a lot more about what I'm for. I encourage you to do the same. I haven't changed. I've probably got more libertarian in some of my views over the last 8, 10, 12 years. But the foundations of me haven't changed. I've been always God, always Constitution. Always freedom. We need to win the argument on the ground level. Because right now, there are debates going on, very silently, but if, you, if you're online and you're active, you know where these debates are taking place. By members of both sides and both parties, who are saying, well, what we need right now is we need to strip people of their rights temporarily. What happens if that happens under a GOP Congress? What happens if it's your party, your side, the side you campaign for says, yeah, you know what we need? We need people to not have the right to freedom of speech. Because that could happen. I know the left are going after the freedom of speech right now because their AGs around the country are going, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to draft legislation that if anyone denies climate change, they have to go to jail or pay a fine. I see people on the right going crazy about that, but imagine if the right were the people to do it. Imagine if, because there are people saying this, well, do you know what we need to do? We need to limit the right to assembly. Because that's the problem with these crowds right now. What are you going to do? Because you have two choices. Toe the party line and go, well, it's the right. We're saying it, so I, I better get on board. Or will you say, no, they are fu these are fundamental rights. These are from God. And I'm going to protect them regardless of who says them and who promotes them. I'm going to stand for the same thing I've stood for and continue to stand for and to try and break down each and every right going forward of why I stand for it. It's life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Life, liberty and property. The First Amendment. How many people can name how many protections are in the First Amendment today? 
you know, I love people, and, and I really do love them, because I side with you 90% of the time, who are so passionate about the Constitution. And yet they only focus in, well, you know what, we, we, need to, we, need to, we need to win this election to protect the Constitution, because Obama has done so much damage to it. Yes, he has. I've got a pen and I've got a phone. You know who else has done damage to the Constitution? Let me be blunt about it. The GOP. The Patriot Act. The way budgets happen. You think that they haven't harmed the separation of powers, that each body has a, has a role to play? You think that them surrendering the power of the purse over the last six years hasn't hurt the Constitution? They've hurt the Constitution just as much. Now, we can focus in on politics and elections if you wish. But potentially the biggest and hardest damage done to the Constitution has been by some of your people. True ignorance, true not caring, true not seeing why it's such a revolutionary document in itself. I ask you again, how many people can name the amount of protections in the First Amendment? Oh, well, there's, there's freedom of speech... Uh, there's freedom of religion. Uh, there's the fr- oh yeah, there's there's the one we always never forget. Well, I, I, we have a right to a free press. You know, I can say what I want. Yeah, is there anything? Oh, there's the right to assembly. Oh, and there's the right to petition our government. There's five protections. How many people knew that? How many people of your common citizens know that? How many people know that the Second Amendment, actually the language in there is so crystal clear that gun control arguments should just fall flat on their face? Every attorney general around the country should go, hey, you know what? If you want to change and you want gun control, you have to have a constitutional amendment because I don't know. The Second Amendment says, uh, shall not be infringed. How many people can talk about why the NSA is unconstitutional you haven't got a clue what amendment it violates how many people forget the NSA but how many people say I have a right to be secure in my person and my papers well no one's checking papers John you know I don't care what newspaper you read no well papers today's version of papers is your phone if I send you an email it's for my eyes and your eyes How many people are going, well, I'm not saying anything wrong. I'm not hiding anything. So, of course, the government can check us. I'm not doing anything wrong. I got nothing to hide. Hmm. How many of these arguments have you heard? How many arguments of these have you heard over the last couple of years? Through the media, through politicians. And how do you solve those arguments? Is it a simple case of just changing the media, which you'll never do? The, I, as long as I've been alive and longer, the media have had far too much power. Hello, Walter Conkright and Vietnam. If you don't get that reference, send me a tweet. I'll tell you what it is. How many people think just changing politicians will solve it? Or how many times do you think the answer is your people? That coming together and having these debates in small groups 
in Tea Party meetings, reaching across the aisle, not on politics basis, not with a hook that says, hey, I'm trying to get you to vote for Trump or, or vote for Ted Cruz or, or vote for this person in Congress. I just want to talk to you about principles. And then it gets to the tricky issues. After we discuss what principles we follow and what rights we follow, how do you talk to people about cop brutality? And I don't mean cops brutalizing people, I mean people assassinating cops. The brutality on the cops. How do you talk to them about the rule of law? How do you change hearts and minds? Do we think electing a politician into the White House or to Congress is going to solve the chaos that's on the streets? The hate? The anger? Do you think electing your president and your Congress would get the media and, and certain fractions to say, you know what, saying all lives matter is not controversial. Do you think that's going to happen? Or do you think the change needs to be at the ground. I would ask you to think about those couple of statements and then a couple of questions. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network.